0: Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. This is the Eat Sleepily Repeat Podcast, your weekly AEW review and breakdown. Introducing first the most electrifying host in all of professional wrestling podcasts, Gnarly
1: Charlie. My God, that was beautiful.
0: And the other half of our hosting duo. They call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. I am the Duke of Derps, also known as Garrett. How's
1: oh, it going, yeah. everybody? Oh, yeah. We're- Man, Garrett, we have a new All Elite, baby. Jeff Hardy's All Elite. We, we talk, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, and he finally showed up.
0: Yes. Jeff Hardy I is mean, here. My personal favorite professional wrestler of all time, probably, besides CM Punk. Um, which, which that makes me think, right
1: off the bat, does Tony Khan run back Jeff Hardy, CM Punk, in AEW?
0: in an extreme rules match. No, oh, actually, man. it's a ladder match. It was what I think it was or whatever an extreme. No, it was a ladder match at extreme rules. Sorry. Um, it would be just nuts, wouldn't it? I think that was for like the hardcore championship too, or something silly like right? Yeah, dude. I, um, I would be Dude, AEW Hardcore Championship. Hey, hey, hey. Anyway. Hey, Tony. Um, make it the 24/7 Championship uh, equivalent. Anyway. Um but yeah, anyway. So yeah, no. I mean, I don't know, a lot of good stuff. Yep. I uh, the, the Jeff Hardy thing got spoiled for me on Twitter. Yeah one of those things
1: when we don't watch live if we get a fucking debut no nope, i
0: watched it live i watched it as really? it happened it was spoiled about two hours before on twitter someone posted a jeff hardy photo oh fucking pain and it wasn't like at aw show but the fact that it was posted <laughs> yeah. by a wrestling person i was like oh so he's debuting tonight great you know what i mean Damn, and I felt yeah. a little fucking sad because I knew it was going to happen. But I was happy because he was going to be debuting. Not that he was going to be debuting, but that I got didn't get to be surprised. You know what I mean? Hey man, he made sure to hit his dance. <laughs> <laughs> I know he didn't even say his brother. That was hilarious. But um, and dude, the look on Darby Allen's face. Well, I I think
1: your uh, prediction is going to be right there. A couple weeks ago, Garrett was saying Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen, and dude, I
0: remember your reaction to that was like, "Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> it's it just I get it. I get it and I get Darby Allen, I feel, you know, um, right. and I felt that was the closest thing in wrestling to Darby Allen was Jeff Hardy. And you know what? I could see Darby having a big problem with Jeff because a lot of people over the years have said stuff like, well, obviously there's a reason why Jeff is the way he is. You know what I mean? Hey Darby's not like that at all. In fact, he's kind of like punk in that way.
1: You know what I mean? Dude, they've been respecting Darby, man. Sticking him That's with what Sting, they know when they have. having him wrestle Punk in his first match. Like, dude, Darby Allen is By the he, way, if you listen legit. to what
0: Sting says, Sting wanted to work with Darby. That was one of the reasons why he came it's back so to freaking cool, man. Like, it's so cool. And did you see uh, any of the media scrum stuff from uh, Revolution, by the way?
1: I'm if not you, sure. You, I
0: don't always watch them because they haven't actually done one since the last pay-per-view, I don't think. Even though they did one after, like, I think. Um, so we probably only get about the four times a year. Well, they do them after some of the big um, dynamites too, I think. um But it, I don't know which one specifically. Like, I want to say the what was the was it Grand Slam was the event that happened like right after full uh, year or something, or maybe right before. I don't remember. But. Yeah, Grand Slam. um And I think they did one after that, maybe. But that's also like sort of a pay per view like show. Eh, I don't know. Is Battle of the Belts considered a pay per view like eh, special
1: like, event something?
0: Yeah, you know. I don't know, but anyway um i totally skipped over some things though but um that's all good you can follow us on twitter uh you can find me at bane Duke. that's b-a-n-e-d-u-k-e i'll say that again bane duke since i kind of stumbled over it all right and you can find charlie at oh charlie with an x instead of an a yes, and you sir. can also find us on the visoki entertainment youtube channel look out for those moon night reviews oh yeah dude yeah.
1: and two two weeks from this wednesday
0: and uh no can no Canadian big brother right but maybe some uh some uh, the what, what's the next big brother that comes after that just your normal
1: summer so Ooh, we'll be there I might every, actually tune
0: into that one guys I might I might yeah, start every it every we'll eviction see. for sure we'll see if uh if I, if I hop back into that or not I don't know I've been kind of off the big brother it's big been Big brother, brother, brother train you know um but it's been it's been a nightmare ever since that last season it's kind of killed it for me you know what I mean like yeah dude i I but, don't blame you Anyway, um, I guess it's not the last season. The last season I watched, I should say, but well, kind of it was so bad; it was just awful. But um, anyway, um, and I think that's all the socials and stuff like that. I don't think I have anything else to hit yeah. there. Um, so, so let's go straight into favorites, right? Yep, and it is you first
1: this week. So, so what was yeah. your favorite
0: wrestling match
1: or program or anything?
0: Yeah, so I was all week. I was like, bruh, Dante Martin versus Hangman. That was my thing. I a lot of times, like the first match of, of Dynamite ends up being my favorite of the week. Um, this was, I thought, going to be just cut and dry because it was quick. It was perfect. They even worked it into a storyline later, you know what I mean? Um, with the whole mention of um, it not going the full distance. And so they ended up putting uh, Wheeler on the show or whatever. Um, I thought that was all good. But... Uh then I watched Rampage today before we did the show and I was sitting there watching Jamie Hader versus Mercedes Martinez. And I just I don't know, I followed this match like all the way through. I never really looked away from my screen. Um Dude. I I there were spots hitting this that one, I didn't know were a thing that Mercedes Martinez could do, and two I didn't know you could do safely. Like um so the way I described this in my notes, the offense in this was like brutal. First of all, but it was also like kind of like disrespectful. Like they didn't care about protecting the other person. You know, they were just trying to hurt each other. Like, um, not like in the wrestler sense, by the way. I mean, they obviously were taking care of each other in the ring. I'm just saying, like, it had a lot of intensity. Um, yeah, dude. I, I, I agree. Jamie Hader hit a forearm at one point. Holy shit! Do you remember what I'm talking about? She it, leveled her with it.
1: That, yeah, it's like that running forearm, right? <laughs> Dude, yeah, it was I, I couldn't believe it, man. I mean
0: The Spider German from Mercedes were, Martinez was You were kind team. of um
1: mentioning this before we, we uh went live. We were talking about it and you were oh, saying, yeah. This is like the, Jamie Hader, man. I mean, you could you're starting to see it now. Well it's not that I
0: couldn't see it. Oh, I yeah. just didn't see it in the same way everybody else did. I was just kinda like hoping that somebody that was already established would be the one to take it off of Brit instead of Jamie Jamie. Um, who is also established, but she's kind of been in Brit's shadow for a long time, Agreed. you know, um, and she redebuted as
1: Brit's fucking
0: third henchman. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, but I'm starting to understand why people are so into what Jamie Hayter does because like, she just has like that same thing. Like this is a match you can put on right now as a secondary women's thing during this feud that's going on because of their associations with their friends. Yep. And it's actually a really good match. Not that all the women can't do that, but um, but there was another women's match on a different show this week that it didn't quite do it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and it's, dude, I, I agree, man. This, this to
1: me showed, like, hey, that they're building this roster. Mercedes Martinez has been a great addition. And, man, I, I really think. Bro, you know who needs to be on TV, though? AQA. Agreed, and we'll talk about our predictions for St. Patrick's Day Slam at the end of the uh, end of the show here. And I don't know; I feel like this is just complete overbooking with Thunder Rosa, and it's it's like
0: overcompensating. Yeah, and we'll get to that when we actually get to that match too. This, this proof is is that. Jamie
1: Hater, dude. I mean, like you said, she has the bigs; she's got the star look. She hits. She clearly performs great in these matches. This was stuffed in the middle of ra- of a good rampage. You
0: know. Yeah, this was like the third like the the not the third match, but this was like the second match on the show. This was a four
1: match rampage that was kind of all had big names in it and and she stuck out the most. I think
0: that says a lot. Yeah, the smallest name on the show was like maybe Mark because 'cause QT's got more name rec. You know what I mean? Like- yeah. So it's like Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um. All right. But they would know who Mark Quinn is if they knew Private Party. But like, they wouldn't necessarily just know his name off the top of their head. And I don't think all of them. Well, maybe they would. I don't know. Mark Quinn's pretty cool. But um. And that anyway. brings me to my favorite.
1: Wow. A W defended all fucking titles. It's kind of funny. Um. I'm gonna say my favorite. Oh god, there's so many to pick from, right? But I feel like I have to choose Hangman Page versus Dante Martin. You kind of mentioned it earlier. But it's so true, man. I mean, this is kind of exactly what we hoped for with Dante. They treated him like a star. Hangman acknowledged. He's like, hey, you did a great job coming up here out of nowhere since your brother got hurt. And now I understand you're probably going to go run the tag division with him. Shook his hand, said he knows he'll see him again. Hangman put him over big time while still beating him. And that's a class job from A, the booking, and B, Hangman himself. Oh, absolutely. And uh, and this match, dude. Uh, this was like this was like the culmination of the past like six to eight months for Dante Martin. And now he's gonna go on to the tag division. And in and, and a lot of places that might sound like a downgrade, but in AEW, man, where they care about the tag division and they treat it well. This well, to
0: that would be a demotion. It, literally to, it used to happen to people all
1: the probably time. Probably almost every other promotion it would be, but not in this one. And Dante and his brother...
0: Like, New Japan cheats, like, unless you're going after the junior tag titles, like, the major tag titles in New Japan actually matter, like...
1: Yeah, and it's just, like, Dante and his brother now, they're gonna be in a prime spot to... This this only helped prove Dante more, and I believe it was a good match.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree. It lived up
1: to the expectations that were built two hours before the show was announced, because they fucking, that's what they were like, hey, this match is happening, and we were messaging each other, like, oh my god, oh my god. So... Yeah, what do you think of this one?
0: I, I agree. I agree with everything you said. I, I thought it was a really, really fun match, and I thought it gave just enough to Dante to look like he could have actually beaten Hangman if he had gotten like just a yep. b- lucky break, you know what I mean? But it just Hangman was the better overall superstar, way more experienced. They actually booked a psychology into this match that suggested that Dante wasn't as experienced and was going a little too hard, and Hangman... I forget sometimes that Hangman is basically a luchador, you know what I mean, like... The guy can go, man. He's, no, I mean, not just that he can go, because I think that means something different than what a lot of people use it to mean, but I think that just means, like, the in-ring worker that can actually wrestle, but, like, I don't actually know that, though. Don't don't hold me to that, people, but, I mean, like, um, but, like, at the same time, like, I, I, I mean, he, that's... People forget, he does flippy shit, like, you know, like, because he doesn't, he's also, people would call him a brawler, but... He's definitely he does a lot more flippy shit than most brawlers do. That finisher is a flip, dude. Like Buckshot Larry. That's a badass move. Man. What would happen if a buckshot Lariat meet a lip metal lethal injection? <sighs> Something I wanna see. Oof. Alright, anyway. Um but yeah, I agree. I, I agreed that this match was really fun. Dante should get another world title shot before the end of the year.
1: Yeah, and and at least I would love to see if if booked the right way until All Out, maybe they're going for the titles at All Out or are the champions. Yeah. I think Top Flight has a serious potential here throughout the next five months. So real quick, there's a couple of things we we're going to mention for news. Um, we want to give a quick shout out to Big E. He broke his neck on Friday.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. So, Who you know, did we, that
1: to him? Uh, I believe it was a, a Ridge Holland on the side. They did. They uh. debuted our boy Pete, Pete Dunn. He's one of our guys that he debuted on Smackdown with the name Butch. It sounds like something John Silver. Ew. and uh, Yeah, uh, we won't go get too into it, but my God, Ew. that's just, man, that's a little heartbreaking. But, you know, hey. But Butch and Gunther, ugh. We're hoping Biggie's all right, obviously. it's He was in a great, Biggie is one of the coolest fucking dudes ever. And he was literally posting himself in a neck brace, smiling, and he said he wanted to make the video t- so people would know not to worry about him. That's the kind of guy Big E is. He just broke his neck. Might never wrestle again, and that's what he does first. That's just who he is. So, as always, we we want to give a quick shout-out to Big E. Hope he's doing all right. And, yeah, um, let's jump into elevation real quick. All I got to say is I'm
0: glad he got to win the big one. That's all I got to say. Well-deserved. If it is is the end of his career, at least he got to be in the top.
1: And he's in potentially, like, yeah, definitely a Hall of Fame faction.
0: Oh, oh, not even a question. There's no way the New Day don't make the Hall of Fame. They gave them the longest reigning. That tag- title reign was way more important than they made it out to be. Like, <laughs> Yeah. All right. And it uh, was insane.
1: There will be the New Day versus the Elite one day, right? We got it in the video no, games. No, probably not. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So Dark Elevation, episode 53. Lance dude. Archer started off the show for us. Um, he's, he's just dragging people out there. He got a quick win we're kind of wondering where does this go from here? I mean, the only thing that comes to the top of my head is he's going to face some smaller baby face. And I hate to say this while well, he's just out of that feud, but maybe Sammy, maybe he go, maybe Sammy's next for Lance Archer.
0: I mean, they both like to try and die every match. So and maybe
1: he starts really laying into fuego and Sammy makes the save. We've been I, I, I kind of made the joke a couple weeks ago. Like Sammy's future is, is teaming with fuego and, Maybe that, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Ruby Soho defeated Session Moth Martina, uh, Session Moth, she, this is her debut, we saw a lot of people pretty excited for her, I mean, this is definitely a different character than we've seen in AEW, Um, and she, uh, she took every advantage of like this couple minute match here, and I mean, hey, a lot of people are super into her, I respect it. I think I'm glad Ruby got the win here. I don't know if we'll see her again. I don't know if, if her gimmick came across well on TV compared to like a lot of the other recent women that they brought in in the past. There was like a small bot. I didn't write down what it was. Yeah. Like, it like, was. like every week we see like, you know, Trisha Dora, we saw Willow Nightingale. We see so many of these women that were like, yeah, they, she should be in. I don't know. Session Moth didn't really fit that. But no. hey. Good for her it for the, be the one they
0: signed because of that. So yeah,
1: right. Good for her for that. AB. Ruby Soho getting a win as a Ruby's. You know, she she beats everyone still. So we just got to see what they do with her next. Um, Daniel Garcia, Wilma beat a fellow named Ray Jazz real quick with the
0: Scorpion Deathlock. was like the quickest match on the show. I think yeah. he just locked that shit right in. He said, "No, fuck you." Big week for Daniel as we saw. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio Sky with Ethan Page and Dan
1: Lambert defeated Sean Dean. This is pretty decent. Um. This wasn't, like, too much into it. Nope. Lambert got some interference in here. Um, Sky just really honed in on Dean's, like, back. But, I mean, this was obviously setting up Scorpio's
0: big week. Sean Dean now has consistent offense, by the way. I don't know if you ever noticed this about some of the job people. They don't get to do um, as yeah. much. He's actually got his own offense now, which I think is cool. I think Carly Spe- Bravo has been allowed to do it as well. Speaking um, of tags, man, they, uh, that tag needs to be
1: – they need to run that team. What are they called again? I forget, but I'm thinking about something military. esque Yeah. Don't know who it is, but anyway, and um, I knew I knew you must have liked this match,
0: Chris Stantlander yeah. and Emmy Sakura. Sakura, this is fun. Oh, dude. Just before we move on to that, I sorry, I don't mean to j- jump back yep. really quickly. Uh, one note I had on the Scorpio Sky match was um, I liked the booking touch of Sean Dean's first loss of the year in AEW was to Scorpio Sky on his way up to the championship.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. Good, good note there. Yeah, I, I didn't even put two and
0: two together. So Sheskis. anyway, um, uh,
1: Scorpio Sky or Chris Statlander and Emmy Sakura. This was this was pretty fun, dude.
0: Yeah, I know um, it was good. Sakura Why you
1: be on YouTube. This should have been a TV match. Agreed. She got the early start. She she was kind of running things for a little bit, and then Statlander, dude. I mean, dude, her backbreakers, her power
0: slams. And then that Big
1: Bang Theory. I'm a big fan of that.
0: Didn't she hit like a uh, military press slam in this match too? Yeah, dude. She was she was laying some heat, and you know.
1: We we're kind of wondering what's what's next for Statlander. so you know if she starts building some wins back up after losing to layla i'm cool with it this is a good way to start it back up right emmy sakura she beats a lot of people all the time she's well respected so yeah
0: right, i mean no elevation is yours can you let me take this next match because i actually really want to talk about it yeah go for it this dude, this was a lot more fun than it had any business being battle of the aw dark gods <laughs> because Aaron Solo and Wheeler Yoda are on more than just about anybody else you know like um because they lose a lot you know I, I hate it's the truth you know i'm sorry guys uh, first of all Taz i believe said or maybe it was uh you no know, i think it was Taz said or, no no it wasn't Taz whoever it was on this oh it was uh what's his name Paul White Paul White said Wheeler Yoda that was funny um both guys yes. got to like, use their full offense in this match and it was fucking awesome go ahead and take it from there that's, there was a fake interference spot from Yuta. That yes, that's crazy. what I was going to say when he
1: got uh, Q.T. Marshall kicked out.
0: Yeah, dude, that was awesome. Dude, I the love crowd, him. the crowd went nuts. I know they love Yuta because they know he's good and they because they've seen the the the, the freaking um, crowd. He was on TV again up. this
1: week, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and he's going to be on next week against, against time Danielson on TV because of uh, not the match not going to distance, which I liked. You know what I mean? Like, like it's good. good we we've mentioned a lot recently
1: outside of our four pillars and I'll, I'll mention them again real quick, just in case it's your first time checking in on our podcast. AW has their own four pillars and we have our own four pillars, Dante Martin, Ricky Starks, Daniel Garcia, and Lee Moriarty. We often mentioned, Hey man, we are you he's dangling down there. He just needs to get Oh, so they're in solo, man. Yeah. They need, we just need to get them on TV more and get their characters up to that next level. And I think they're starting to see something in Utah. He's going to be on Dynamite back to back weeks. Not many not many people do that. <laughs> like, straight yeah. up. So, yeah. All right. If you want to uh, hop into dark real quick for the people here, this okay. is a short episode of Elevation, guys.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, shorter episodes of dark all around recently. For some reason, they've just not been going the hour and a half length on dark for some reason. I don't know why, but, you know, like I say, I guess dark is just clown town now. All right. Um,. Dark episode 133 started off with Anna Jay quickly squashing a jobber with the Queenslayer. Cool. I mean, um, as well. Sorry, my cat's being really loud. All right, anyway. Um, so, sorry. Scorpio Sky in the next match. Sorry, that's why that was the first match. Uh, then Match number two, Scorpio Sky took on Sunny Kiss. I actually think this is a pretty good match. It went, it went a little bit longer, like maybe 10 minutes, I think, or something like that um i don't have the match times written down we should actually maybe start doing that i should start looking at match times and and seeing what i can remember to keep down but not a bad idea um just because sometimes it's it's interesting to see how long something will go it's not it's it's not as interesting on elevation because it's only you know 45 minutes or whatever an hour or whatever like but or it's like less than an hour whatever it is um 30 to 40 minutes so there's not as much time for that but um like i I said it was setting up scorpio's big week yep and he had, and Sonny knows how to work a good match, so it was really fun and uh Sonny kiss man why is Sonny Kiss not used in a tag team of some kind there's so many people with the flippy shit that could do shit with Sonny like Sonny would make a good tag wrestler. I'm not saying that Sonny can't do singles. I just don't know where you fit Sonny into your singles division yeah, It's right. like they you broke know? up her and jaella's t- or, or his
1: and Janelle's tag team, and it's just like you know they they fucking they moved on from it. They had that feud. I believe Sonny Kiss won the batch too, right?
0: So, uh, Yeah, I believe so. And, then, so and then
1: Joey went on and recruited Kayla Rossi and he and her just fucking. I don't know. Like, now they haven't been on TV in a while. But Literally, Sonny, dude, like you said, man. I, um, I don't know what they do next, but hopefully they start bringing Sonny Kiss, Diamante. They start bringing some of these people out of dark.
0: Maybe Sonny goes to ROH. I don't know. Who knows? I could see Sunny. Sunny makes sense for ROH, actually. Now that I, I was thinking that while watching this match, actually, weirdly. Um then we had in match number three. Oh, and uh, Scorpio hit the T- TKO, which is what the name of that cutter is, by the way. I didn't know that, but it's it's called the TKO. Um so yeah, hits him with the TKO for the W. Kiara Hogan versus Red Velvet. Um This was quick. Way quicker than I would have expected, actually, to be honest with you. Kiara Hogan's supposed to be real. Like, what? Anyway. I, I think, yeah, I think they're uh Pushing red velvet a little bit here. I guess. Uh, do you think she's just gonna end up feuding with like Layla or something? Like I don't know, but probably because uh, Layla, Layla now. I mean, she just got a pay per view win, so yeah. So we'll have to see where that goes. But anyway, um, final slice for the for the win. Uh, the next match was one of my favorite matches of the show, which was Top Flight taking on Ryan Nemeth and Pretty Peter Avalon. Um, dude, it's so crazy the reaction that Darius got. Oh, like, Oh my God. I love it, man. This must've been when he first came back and beautiful, you know, like beautiful. Yep. Cause those are like the most intense, the people that go to, to, to the, the Orlando tapings or whatever, or where, actually, where is it? Yeah. They must've shot this before rampage, I believe. Oh, okay. So people that are the, the, okay. Well, the people that go to shows while they're, while they're taping anyway, they're the super fans. But anyway, um, I guess they're always taping. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't shut up, everybody. But <laughs> but uh, I, there was no beats missed. Darius didn't look like he ever missed a step. Uh, just great stuff. Uh, the wingmen continue to be spiraling further and further down. All four of them are not going to be into company. I think at the end of all this. Hey, and then brother had a big week. Absolutely. Shout outs <laughs> to the new NXT champion. But. Um, We've always liked Dolph. Our problem with Dolph was always that he's just like Randy Orton. He can decide to just not care about the feud, and the match is going to suck. How many? Seven matches he had with freaking Miz, and only one of them was actually good. (laughs) And it was the last fucking one, of course. Anyway. Of course. Um, uh, Chris Statlander got a quick squash. Uh, I think she just basically locked in the Big Bang Theory pretty quickly. Um, Well, it's not like a lock. Like, set it up really quickly, and then... Uh, it was like a statement victory. I don't know who she's going to feud with, but it should be interesting. Um, and then we had a really fun tag match. We had Ruby, so- Soho, and AQA, a team that I can t- I continue to, to, to like as they put it together. And you know what? I like that AQA is like, that they're, they're booking it like that she's like, Ruby's her mentor. You know, like, I like that. Um, and they were taking on Diamante and Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura back in back in this, I, I guess, back in the mix. Back to back, yeah. Uh, you know, I love to see it. Give me more Joshi, please. Give me my Joshi women six man or I'm Trios, whatever it. the hell it's called. I, I want that match. If you guys don't remember which match it is, I want Emi Sakura, uh, Lulu Pencil, and Mei Saruga taking on Shida. Uh, 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 oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Uh, Rio Mizanami and uh, Riho. I could not... I blanked on Mizunami. Pencil is... You know why over. I blanked on Mizanami? Because she's never booked. Anyway, um... <laughs> Damn. <clears throat> uh, it was a fun ending, no future, and then the shooting star. AQA looks fucking great whenever she hits that shooting star, dude. Unbelievable. It's like... You know who is... You know what it reminds me of? When Evan Bourne debuted and, like, how smooth his was? Oh, I can't help but think like if, if AEW had, like,
1: a legit version of what NXT was a couple years ago, how good AQA would be in it.
0: dude, AQA would be there, would absolutely be their, like uh, like called the Ring of Honor Women's well, Champion. I mean, we kind of joked
1: about teams. it, but what if they start treating ROH like how WWE treated NXT for all those? That's what great people are years? saying, dude. Yeah. Right?
0: I honestly haven't heard Tony Khan deny it, so I don't know. We'll see. It makes really interesting, compelling point because Ring of Honor has been like the NXT of the entire wrestling industry for a long time. Like, how many of the major stars in all the promotions went through Ring of Honor? Yeah. Like I mean Oh yeah anyway. Dude. Uh we had five and Colt Cabana, which must mean that my team my, my team that I was like in fifteen must not be a thing anymore. So but um Colt Cabana and five took on the Butcher and the Blade. Uh there was a good hot tag in this match. Butcher and the Blade looked phenomenal. uh Dude, those guys, man. That's a fun team. At the end of this, they were staring on the camera and I was like, damn. Um hopefully they're gonna do something interesting. it uh, looks possibly more scary each week. Somehow, yeah. I think that's age. But anyway, um <laughs> might be. Sky Blue took on Nyla Rose. Um Sky Blue, again, same thing as, as uh, you know, I was saying before about Kira Hogan. They book her like they want her to be like a star and they have her beat some people and then she gets squashed by Nyla, so whatever. But the thing is Nyla, um, she's just so so like she is the the power, right? So, and they gave her a lot in this match. I'm kind of yeah. over exaggerating, but Nyla uh, had a nice beast bomb. I think in there. that's the good thing about Nyla is she
1: will always be taken credible. So, yes. no matter what, while you're wrestling her, like Sky is, I mean, you know, it's not going to hurt losing to Nyla Rose in this company.
0: Yeah, it no, absolutely. I mean, I just don't know what they're doing with Nyla either. Similar thing to like um,
1: two heel champions, nothing she can't, yeah. You know?
0: you, know, you got to just roll with it until you get a baby face in there. And uh, then we had uh, the next match Jay Lethal taking on Serpentico. Uh, Jay Lethal from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> Dude, that's fucking funny Justin great. Roberts really hit that one, man. Even Jay noticed. Like He's like, damn. But well, um, <laughs> lethal injection for the win. Nothing really important in that match. I don't even remember Serpentico being like, eh, it was your standard. I'm honestly over fucking Chaos Project, man. I'm sorry. Fire Luther, keep Serpentico. Like, you know <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm over it. I don't care about Luther. Like, They're just cool. enhancements. Yeah. I recognize that Luther was really important to the wrestling industry, the whole deathmatch thing, right? I just, I never saw any of that stuff, so I didn't really, it wasn't my thing. Like, I was never into CZW and all that. You know what I mean? Like, but I respect what they did, and I understand that that's like where like guys like Moxley cut their teeth, but it's just never been my thing. That's why it took me forever to watch the Nick Gage versus Moxley match. So I just didn't care. Like, it's not my kind of wrestling, but um, anyway. So that was a fun match. Uh, Private Party versus uh, the team of Broccoli, apparently. <laughs> Big week for Private Party. God, they're just burying Brock and Lee. I hate it. Um, yeah, they, they're going to have to break up, dude. Yeah, they are. That That's going to stick with them now. Yeah, Ugh. yeah they're going to have to break up. Looked good. Roll up with the fucking route with the leverage by private party, private party. Yeah. Looking awesome lately. I hope they actually do something with them.
1: Yep. I um, think they're going to be the Hardy's first match.
0: Hey, I'd be down. And roll straight from that into Darby Allen. All right. Um, yeah, that was everything from dark this week, I believe. Cool. Um, yeah. So pretty, pretty decent week there. Um,
1: all right, let's do it. Let's jump right into dynamite here and Garrett dynamite. We open up with, uh, the jericho promo jericho yeah. walks out he's cutting that uh king uh promo with eddie you know he's he wants to apologize face to face shake his hand eddie cuts a really emotional promo dude eddie starts tear like almost tearing up a little bit he's saying i didn't do this for me i did it for the people that whose lives i saved you know i'm not gonna go through the whole promo but it's very yeah, emotional no, it's it, a great one to watch yes. if, if you guys haven't watched aw this week and you're like hey what should I check out? What matches? What what segments? I would definitely recommend this one. I mean, this was great. And then... So they're cutting it back and forth. Jericho shakes his hand. I'm trying to remember the order of events. What? 2.0 comes out, right? 2.0 and Daniel Garcia hit the ring?
0: Yes, I believe so. They start
1: laying waste to mainly Eddie. I noticed that and I was like, huh. And then... Hager comes to make the save. And then... I believe Hager then we get the turn on or pride and powerful come and make the save. And then that's when Hager comes and Jericho, they lay waste to private. Uh, they lay waste to pride and powerful. And Jericho has formed the greatest pun ever in inner circle 2.0, <laughs> but quite, it's quite literally the second version of it, but it's, it is going to be called
0: the Jericho appreciation society. Yes. This I, was, I, I super think unexpected. Agreed. Phenomenal way to open the show because it totally teed things up in a way that it's like how they started Dynamite with the uh, with the Moxley and uh, and uh, Danielson tees. You know and I going to give like, you
1: credit because you you said this Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho thing would extend. I wasn't really thinking it would, but now they just found a way to extend it. To
0: the uh, no. I think it was Brian Alvarez. You know what I mean? Like, and now they
1: found a way to extend it, and I think we're gonna get Kingston with Ortiz and Santana, dude. I think they might do it.
0: Oh, wait, shout out to Brian Alvarez, anyway, one of the greatest voices in the history of wrestling. Like, yeah, and uh, dude absolutely knows his shit. Sorry, I just had to, I had to shout that because I love that. Guy. And now, real quick, this is my sl- sl- Meltzer, slight though. nitpick. I think this is a
1: great spot for 2.0. I, I, but then again, I I, part of me thinks, like, do I really want Daniel Garcia in this spot? But I'm like, you know what, look what, look what Inner Circle did for Sammy. Maybe this will be inter- – it quite literally well, will be – for proud and powerful.
0: We, for how long now have people been wanting them to break off so they could actually go get a championship? Yeah. You know, like- so,
1: I mean, hey, maybe this maybe this will work out for Daniel Garcia. At the, at the end of the day, Daniel Garcia will now be teaming with Chris Jericho, one of the wrestling goats. So
0: It's going to be really interesting to see yeah. if uh, 2.0 improve in the ring. I noticed that they already added a new finisher. You know what I mean? Like-
1: Those guys got natural charisma.
0: And I think like make the work. double like DDT thing that was like kind of looks like a version of what Moxley like that weird version of Moxley does of the paradigm shift. And you know what
1: people people would love saying when those guys got uh, released from NXT and brought into AEW right away, people were like, "Oh, what are they gonna do?" They were never even on NXT TV. And then flash forward, just in this past year, they're beating up uh, Moxley, beating up CM Punk, beating up Jericho, and now they're joining with Chris Jericho. In a faction with Chris Jericho. Shout out 2.0, man. And they're on BTE every week, bro.
0: Like, come Absolutely. on. Like,
1: come on, man.
0: Malley and Jeff Parker, they deserve more respect. And that's Absolutely. Why on BTE. The people, okay, this is what I'm going to notice, what you guys are going to notice about BTE. You'll notice that the people that are on the secondary vlogs are usually secondary people in terms of what they're viewed as in the company. The people that are on BTE are considered the main stars. Like, like dude that being on that shit it's not like just some random
1: thing. That's why like you got Nakazawa getting the the hook thing in every once in a while. It's like if if people watch BDE, they watch AEW most likely and they they love the hook thing. But yeah, yes. I mean, we can go into this a little more. Uh all in all, I mean, I think I think this is going to work. Yeah, I think so
0: too. I I, I I think
1: Jericho needed to evolve his character a little more. I was worried yes. they might flip him face for a minute. I'm
0: not gonna lie,
1: He kind of was a little bit for I a was long time. Like, oh, no. But I mean, man, the inner
0: circle were baby faces up until recently. I would say, like, but man, what a fucking Eddie Kingston
1: promo! We say it all the time, man. Eddie Kingston, bruh, he is the heart of AEW. Literally, he, I mean, he is. <laughs> someone I saw someone make a joke on Twitter, like he's like he's that uncle that just got out of prison that you want to watch him beat somebody's ass. Literally, it's like that's Eddie Kingston, man. So hey, good for him. He beat Jericho, and now he's onto another extended feud with him that I'm sure is going to run maybe into the beginning of summer. Until all out, who knows?
0: Or double or nothing. My bad. stipulation matches along the way. I expect there to be blood. I expect there to. It's going to be a brutal feud, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. So and we- I think we might get our our faction with Eddie Kingston, Proud and Powerful. That's got to be the Hopefully, they throw man. Diamante in there. I feel like Diamante is probably not going to be a part of it, unfortunately. But oh, they should please. include her. They should. She's so underrated, dude. <sighs> we talked about Hangman
1: Page versus Martin. Um, what we didn't say was Cole kind of came out saying it was a fluke, and pretty much Adam Cole set up that they're going to do a, a six-man tag next week.
0: Yeah, which means clearly he's not done with Adam Cole. But now, I don't know if they're going to run that through Double or Nothing. They might. We'll see. Eh, they'll probably um, do a TV title match where he loses to him got, again. I'm guessing we got
1: Brian Danielson and John Moxley
0: with William Regal
1: versus Anthony Henry and JD Drake. Uh, these guys, JD Drake is in the wingmen in AEW, but he's also in a tag team on the indies with Anthony Henry.
0: So, and, and I, I love. months back when I said Anthony Henry was great on dark, oh, apparently he's actually a wrestler. Like there you go.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't know this. This was a tag team, but hey, dude, like yeah, I get the workhorse men, Whatever you know. It works. Um, I mean, dude, this is... I think this is... When things like this happen, I feel like this is Tony kind of giving a handshake to J.D. Drake. Like, look, I respect what you're doing. I'm going to put you on the show. And you will be the first... You will be against this team for the first time ever. This team is going to go in the history books if it, like, is a legit team. Oh, yeah. Like, they they might run tag team wrestling for the next 18 months for a while. Honestly. And yeah. he, J.D. Drake, this was a handshake because J.D. wrestles just about every every week to every other week on dark, you know, and I feel like Tony gets gets these guys in here, gets them a handshake and like, hey, and dude, this was a fun match there. Daniel Bryan at one point held the guy in this beautiful technical hold. I, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. He moxley tags himself in, walks in and starts biting his fucking head.
0: Oh, yeah, that and was I was awesome. like,
1: this is the dynamic of this team and it's going to fucking work. You got the, you, dude, right? Like the dynamic is perfect. Absolutely. That and they're both world champion hall of fame wrestlers. So that helps oh, too. Yeah, that also helps. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah um, and the Regal promo after real quick, Regal again, yeah. got a little emotional. He he started shoot crying there with Shivani. I love seeing that, you know? But yeah, I mean, all in all, match segment. What do you think?
0: Oh, it's good. And I, I, shout outs to Regal for like putting out on Twitter to everyone that he went over on his time and he apologized. Like, yeah, and you know he's he was emotional,
1: man. Seeing him and Tony, I mean, like if anybody can get
0: get away with it, it's William Regal, especially in that damn locker room because it's full of half the guys he helped train. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, or helped you know figure themselves out in the wrestling business anyway. Maybe not train, but like. That's just funny. I didn't realize how much history him and Danielson actually had. Um, I didn't realize it was like that. You know what I mean? But um, yeah,
1: hey man, it goes deep, and I, they played up the history. They also played up history on uh, Rampage that I, I did not the think they would.
0: Too like it's like, dude, I feel like Moxley is turning heel out of all of this because he keeps getting painted as this like bad guy in all of this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, Danielson, a, he's the perfect wrestler. I oh, you know that gave. had to feel good,
1: man. You know. You know that had to feel good. and but like, oh. Does this set up? Are, do we take this to double or nothing? Like, is that is that the, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to put them right for the titles or just put them in blood feuds. I have wow. no idea.
0: The options are endless, them, right? right? I would like to see them feud with the Young Bucks, please. I would too.
1: All right. And then after that, very fun segment, by the way. It, it, like, I, I could have picked that as my yeah. favorite. To be honest, like it was that good. Um Pac versus uh, Wheeler Utah. Wheeler Yuta on TV this week. Um, this was a pretty fun match. Now, obviously if if you watch Dark, you, you Wheeler got a lot more time and you get to see a lot more of his stuff, but he looked fine here. Um Pac dude. This guy's legit. Oh, we had Sith Eternal. I mean, he was out there.
0: So it was a little weird that they came out in that attire when it wasn't Penta's entrance. Hey, it just—I think that's—I think, I I think, think it would make sense. They to might be play, doing like, a thing. Alex needed to do the.
1: They might be doing a thing where Malachi Black's changing people and Sith Eternal. Man, I mean, I'm cool with it. Hey, man, respect. <laughs> you, you know, you know how it is. We're always going to be fans of Pack.
0: Anytime deserves, the guy gets a match, Unit uh, really
1: deserves more respect. I'm sorry. Agreed, and I'm just glad he's getting on TV. Uh, and then, yeah, anything else after that that you can think of?
0: no i mean it was a pretty standard it, th- this yeah. match got put on because they didn't this have a quick. long of a match at the open the show so like you know like i don't know um it was it was quick we get a couple big things here this is where the show starts really
1: kicking in again um and a quick like 60 second backstage segment ftr fire totally blanchard mm-hmm. dex says wrestling was his first love and then calls out red dragon and Pretty much Cash says it's about family and Tully isn't family, so he's gone. I uh, didn't see that coming, but we, we've, we you know, Dax and Cash put out these big posts talking about they want to leave legacies as wrestlers and that they're now going to be taking select independent bookings because they want to truly be known as a team that wrestles everyone. And for example, their first match back is the, reunition, the reuniting of the Wolves, which I'm sure Plenty of people are big, big impact fans. Love the Wolves. One of the... The American uh,
0: Wolves are one of my favorite tag teams. Yeah,
1: so, you know, FTR is going to go fight uh, them reuniting, and it's really cool, man. It's... Because, look, the reality is there's nothing really going for them right now. I mean, they could run them with Red Dragon. I'd love it, right? be good. Absolutely. Maybe the goal is these guys versus Moxley and Danielson at the pay-per-view. Maybe this is their first feud with, you know? Dude,
0: because people forget that Moxley is actually a really technically sound wrestler, dude. That's just not his style. Like, yeah. You, you saw that in the Danielson match. You saw it in his matches I mean, with Seth Rollins. You know and, what I mean? And like, AJ Styles. Oh, dude. Oh, dude, the AJ Styles matches. I forgot about that. His AJ Styles matches. You could really see oh, it in incredible. that one. Because AJ makes you do that. Because AJ doesn't do anything else. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, God, do you remember? They made James Ellsworth
1: fucking credible in that feud because of the shit. Oh. Dude, when he shoved that ladder, everyone almost, everyone thought the same thing for a minute. Like, oh my god. What are they gonna do? See, and then they tried to replicate it, and nah, there you go. Um, we jump to another backstage, but it's actually all to the ring this time. Andrade, Matt Hardy, Jose, The Butcher, of The Blade, Isaiah Cassidy, and Mark Quinn of the HFO are in the ring. Pretty much they're trying to say they're calling each other assholes. They're taking a vote, and if they should kick Andrade out,
0: Side note, Butcher and the Blade looked really mean during this for some reason. I don't yeah, know why. they did. They looked fucking badass. Dude, go the, ahead. the Blades, man. My God, that
1: guy looks sick. Yeah. So I saw people he point needs this to out. Back,
0: though. Let me just point that out. So the funny ahead.
1: thing here is <laughs> Private Party, you know, the whole gimmick here was Matt saying Private Hardys is back. There is, I believe he called them his sons, maybe, something along yes. that lines. And he said that he knows he got their votes. They, were, they had their thumbs up for a while, and then they flipped their thumbs down. Now, the most ironic thing about all of this, Private Party were the only two people that never got a vote to bring Andrade in. Someone pointed that out. The only two people in the Hardy family office that did not vote to bring Andrade in were the Private Party. That's subdued. When you think about it, that's how long ago they were planning this shit. Oh, absolutely!
0: No, I and, mean that's. And I, they were the ones that turned remember on me him. Saying to you then, when that first started happening, that this is where this was going. Yeah, I dude. And now this. we're I here. this. I felt like that's what Andrade was about to do. He was going to hostilely take over, and he did it, dude.
1: And God, he I'm did like, it. Kidding. He took over the family I know office.
0: You it gone. I see into your brain.
1: He took over it. Darby Allen and Sting came down to make the save. They're getting whooped up on, and then the original Hardy Boys music hits. Jeff Hardy's dancing down the ring. They clear house. I mean, Jeff Hardy's here. This is the way to do it. Bring him back with Matt. Because my God, man, talk about it! A, 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 if there's a a current legendary tag team that could still go, like a guaranteed Hall of Fame tag team, that's not Edge and Christian because obviously they're in different companies now. But so are Jeff and For Matt. How long? So we're Jeff and Matt. I mean, hey, would any of us be shocked to see Edge and Christian run it back? That's... That's
0: AEW on his way out, right? He's he going to make the retirement, retirement announcement and then show up the next night on Dynamite.
1: But I think outside of Edge and Christian, the Hardys are the other, like, truly Hall of Fame legendary tag team out there right now that aren't, you know, of the Hardys
0: versus Edge and Christian.
1: It's like, dude, but now we got the Hardys back. They're probably going to run with Private Party. Just like how Darby Allen was Punk's first match back, first match back, and now you got Private Party being the Hardy's probable first match back. That's called putting over the original talent in a way, like because everyone's going to tune into that match, dude. You know how many people probably tuned into that Punk Allen match? And never, never saw Darby Allen wrestle.
0: Uh, it's like, I was, dude, I was one of them.
1: Yeah, it's like that's that's just what it that's is. That's not man.
0: true. I watched Darby wrestle on the first episode of Dynamite. That's not true.
1: Yeah, but exactly, it, it's just. It's kind of like one of those things, but I mean, yeah, Garrett, a segment as a whole here. I mean, anything else you got
0: to add from it? All I wrote in my notes was Jeff fucking Hardy. And we kind of mentioned this
1: a little before we went live, dude. They might, man, there's going to be some serious promos here with Hardy. I just, I'm so curious how deep they get, how dark
0: they get. Dude, because he can't talk about that stuff in WWE. I wonder if he'll be honest with us. Like, because he can be now. I mean, dude, if there was ever a Darby Allen heel turn, man. For telling. Oh, I was telling you this the other day, right? Like, Darby turns heel on Jeff because he thinks of him as less than him because he was able to do all the crazy nonsense. And guys, don't take me as saying this. I'm just saying this for the promo, potentially. Yeah. That Jeff isn't. That Jeff is like a weaker person or something, or that he's stronger than Jeff, or that he. Because he didn't need to do. All the stuff that Jeff has done, I'm not going to go into it, obviously, because I don't want to do No, great. exactly. I mean, but that's, that's, but you know, like everybody knows what I'm talking about and I don't, and I respect the fuck out of Jeff. So dude, Chris Statliner just cut a,
1: just cut a babyface promo saying she wishes Layla's, she, you know, it's a good thing Layla's parents abandoned her. You know I mean? That, that's a Chris current baby face. Why they
0: did. That was a heel promo. I don't care what anybody <laughs> tells me. Chris is a heel now.
1: Right? Like, dude, yeah, that's pretty good.
0: Um. All right, so you know, like I was expecting her to hit her back with the Chris Flatlander line after that shit.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, after that, we—I'm oh, sh- just kidding.
1: Love you, Chris. <laughs> we get swerved backstage, but before he can say much, Tony Niece interrupts and says they have a history of wrestling on Friday nights. I love that little touch. So they should rekindle that. Strickland agrees and says he'll beat Niece's ass. Bro, where has Tony Niece been? Please, you know, and he, where is my Tony Niece versus Bobby Fish match? Tony niece is gone and then he made events. It's like, that's just, that's his gimmick. Premier <laughs> athlete. Premier, literally. Uh, Shivani's in the ring and now comes Wardlow. Big man says there's a moment in life when you need to decide if you'll help someone else's accomplishments or take the a chance to accomplish your own. Big story here Wardlow's going for the title next Thursday or next Wednesday. He didn't know who it was yet. And I think the big story here is as a lot of people are reacting to, Holy shit! Wardlow can actually talk. The guy cut a good promo. I th- I felt like it took him a second to get going, but then he once he got going, I really liked it.
0: I think he just needed to figure out where he was going to go with it. Yeah, like he didn't necessarily have a plan when he walked out. And there. now so that we
1: know Wardlow out. can talk, I think the potential for this guy is it's the a great sounding voice too. I remember
0: realizing that when I watched the AEW unrestricted episode, he was on, I was like, damn, this dude actually sounds pretty. He's got a
1: great look. He's a good looking dude.
0: He can talk, he can wrestle.
1: He's booked. Well, he's got it all dude. He, I, uh, people often make the joke like he's the next Batista, but dude, I think that's why he also says he's the first Wardlow. Cause he hears that, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, literally. but yeah, man, I mean, Wardlow here, we've been talking about it. You know, this is war. You've been putting him over. He's finally it's here, man.
0: War.
1: Unfortunately, next week, he's going to get fucked over by Max. But yes! Yes! War! war.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> everybody's ears. Sorry, everybody. But, um... Mic check. All right, anyway. Um, QT yeah, and Keith Lee
1: backstage? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, Keith Lee's backstage alongside QT Marshall. Keith's he, like, what the hell do you want with me, bro? And they're just like, yeah... We're setting up a match for you on Rampage because you're Keith fucking Lee.
0: Didn't he hit him with like a who are you or something like that? Like Keith Lee is so naturally funny. It's unreal. <laughs> like, bro, who are you? Why are you talking to me? Like And Ricky Starks
1: mimicking his voice is already one of my favorite things.
0: Oh, yeah. By the way, we we're, I'm jumping ahead. I'm glad that's where they're going with Keith. Oh, I fucking love it. Team Taz is beautiful. We were talking about that before the Revolution match. I was like, that feels like a setup that's in there, you know? But Yeah. We'll have to see if they went with Jurassic it. Jurassic
1: Express with christian cage versus the acclaimed aew tag team championship
0: um cast was pretty playing, funny man, just cannot catch a break with these fucking titles can they
1: they often put them in the matches but it's like we always know they're gonna lose it's like take what you want with that i mean i'm, I'm kind of glad they get the opportunities but at the same time like man i wish we thought they had a chance
0: it was a good match though i really enjoyed the match it's just Agreed. like fuck like why put these guys in so many titles matches titles matches title matches if you're not gonna It's just their
1: ranking it. system, right? That's why Dante got the match. That's why these guys got the match. Which, hey, when when the ranking system does this, I'm cool with it. But I would just like a like a chance for them to actually fucking win it. Um, any any nothing like in particular stands out to me. Nope. It's um, a good match, you know. Yeah. Bones and Luchasaurus had some good chemistry. Kind of expected though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Bones is fucking great. Um backstage jade cargill is shown alongside mark sterling jade ponders who is going to be the next quote kiss of death i'm down with that
0: yeah i wonder where we're going with all this kissing nonsense so i guess she's going to start kissing people before she does the jaded i'm guessing um cool hey um hey man jojo watch out there's a man out there that that also likes to kiss people before he puts them in their finisher who likes there go <laughs>
1: And, uh, I'm not going there.
0: I'm not Jade going Jade was
1: uh chirping on Twitter with uh, Athena, aka Ember Moon. So we've been talking about that for a while. That but might, I'm, just, uh, I'm just telling you,
0: Jojo, don't let Bray come there. She's going to steal your man. <laughs> you know what I like about Jade?
1: Jade goes on Twitter asking people what wrestling moves she should learn next. Like, how fucking. Tra- That's so cool and transparent. People are like tagging her in all these badass, like stardom women's matches. Like, here, watch this. It's like, and then, you and know, she, she checks it out.
0: You know, she, you know what you've noticed about her too. I don't know about you specifically. I'm just saying generally you, I, 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 is that she's been getting better and everyone, she's now basically a full wrestler at this point. She just doesn't always get to do everything in every match. You know what I mean? Like she's like a director of a movie that wants to do nothing but learn from the best. Exactly. That's why
1: she's training with Daniel. Do you hear that
0: Daniel C. Yeah, it's the one that's training yeah. her right now. That's incredible. That's like, really wise of her to be smart enough to know that that's who she should go to. She like,
1: is money. She is she has the best look, without a doubt, and she she knows it. That's why she's champion. Um speaking of women's matches, let's jump into a number one contender's match, which uh, we knew the outcome of before it even started. I called this last week on the podcast. Yeah, dude. Thunder Rosa versus Layla Hirsch, perfectly fine match, but I'm you just thought, like,
0: you thought this was a good match,
1: for what it was. I, I mean, knowing the
0: result, I never felt like it ever started, dude. It was such a, it was so slow. You know what this made me think at the end, and I put this in my notes. What's that? Layla's 15 minutes are up.
1: They might be all because they didn't want to put the belt on. Now I'm going to be straight up. If Thunder Rosa doesn't win next week, what the fuck
0: was the point of all this? Dude, dude, if she does the steel cage, if someone climbs into that cage, I'm going to be pissed.
1: Oh, (laughs) um,
0: yeah, this is, this
1: was just what it was. It was a little sad to see because we're, we've been kind of putting Layla over. We got really excited when she won the pay-per-view, but then we had a quick realization what that meant. And yeah, that's what this meant. Um, yep. That's just thunder hit the thunder driver for the win, Clean as a whistle. Well, actually, technically, Red Velvet hit a move on Layla, so...
0: Ah, ah, ah was, whatever. What is clean, anyway?
1: Exactly, whatever.
0: I had this debate with you like last week. Like, Thunder Rosa television. will challenge yeah,
1: Britt Baker for the AEW
0: Women's Championship next
1: week in the hometown of San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, don't care. <sighs> Sammy Guevara Scorpio Sky for the TNT Championship, our third championship match of the night. And this was awesome. I mean, this was fun, dude. We had Scorpio ended up taking the win, which we kind of figured he had to. We had been talking about this, like the way they've been booking Scorpio for the past four months, even Uh when Cody Rhodes had the title, Scorpio wanted it. This has been his title. He's been, he's been, they constantly mention his win streak. They constantly mention this is his only goal. And he finally got the shot to do it. And he did it. And we already, we've already heard word from backstage and from Tony Khan. This has been in the plan for like three months. And that makes me so happy because
0: they didn't geek him out here. Explain to me the Cody booking then. How was that in the plan for three months, you fucking liar? No, I think it was. I think the Cody thing was quite
1: literally to do a bounce back because they need to start doing that more. These long title runs are great and all, but eventually you got to get some. We can't go multiple pay-per-views without a title change. Because at, at that point, you're like, all right, what's Last three? We haven't exactly, and uh, except for Kenny losing it, but whatever. Fuck Kenny. So, hey, yo, hey, and yeah, I mean, Scorpio had to win this. They probably didn't know who we'd take it off. Maybe that's the part, but yeah, this is this is perfect. I'm so glad he won. Um, he's gonna retain next week. <laughs> uh, I mean, the bigger story here is. Uh, Guevara and Tay Conti are now official on screen. I thought yep. that was kind of bold. Interesting. Guevara, Especially with all the heat associated with it, you know. Yeah, and Paige VanZant signed her AEW contract on Ty Conti's ass. I mean, hey, maybe that's that's a cool, that's a good first feed for. Say her.
0: anything because Sammy is a good brother. <laughs> but it's like that's a good first feud for. Her. I'm cool with that. All right, I'm going to talk about this match in a completely different light. I fucking hate, oh, oh. I hate with a passion how AEW blurs the lines between injuries that are fake and real. Um, a lot of people are going to be like, wait, what? What are you, a pussy? I don't care. Here's why I don't like that. Because people get hurt a lot in AEW. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. They do a lot more risky shit and they get hurt. And so I thought Sammy was actually injured for like 30, 45 seconds. And then I realized, oh, he's still wrestling a match here. But because it was in picture in picture, I wasn't sure. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, when they start blurring the lines, like the last time they did a picture in picture for an injury, they ended the match. I mean, dude, the last time they was Eddie bring- Kingston versus fucking Lance Archer, and they did it because he was actually hurt. And, they and this it. time, I wonder if he actually was, and he just continued the match because it looked pretty bad. Like, he yeah, could have broken a rib doing that. And I... I. I do the spots, but don't fucking fake out an injury like that. Because it doesn't make Sammy less of a fucking loss to have been fake injured because it was fake. Fair. That's a fair point. Yeah, um. I just hate it, cause it should be you shouldn't be working us like with injuries like that. Cause what happens if somebody actually gets hurt? Like and like now I understand that it just I don't like it because it's like, why are you even it's stupid. It, it looked like he was you know, actually well You what know,
1: this makes me wonder, dude? Now that they brought Ty Conti with Sammy, they've already alluded to Sammy and Fuego. Are they going to... Maybe Sammy's next end goal here, maybe what they do next to them is that vlog crew. Maybe they kind there's, of... Bring, there's
0: no chance that ever becomes a faction. Maybe they bring that to the screen. Its members are already a part of other groups, so it's not possible. No,
1: but I, I, maybe not the whole thing, but those three and then the tag team? Maybe they bring in Pillman and uh, Garrison. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Just have yeah, it under I mean. a different name, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd have to drop the publicity. The pinnacle ba- right.
1: all but officially broke up.
0: So. Oh yeah, essentially, yeah.
1: Pinnacle's gone. Inner circles now. Inner circle two point And yeah, but I mean, yeah, that was this week. Three title matches on Dynamite. I fucking insane, fun show. Um. Yeah. So, let's hop into Rampage, where uh, Rampage was Fast and the Furious, dude. Rampage was four matches. (laughs) Dude, this was nuts. Uh, Show begins. Darby Allen, Mark Quinn. This was fucking, this was fast. This was Darby Allen at his best. Mark Quinn, I mean, unfortunately, I don't know how much of a singles wrestler he is. And you kind of felt that a little bit. But I'm not going to, it didn't fault the match for me. You could tell, but it didn't ruin the match for me. Wait, what happened? I was just saying, Mark Quinn, I, I don't know how much of a singles wrestler he is. But it was still fine. I mean Darby Allen was great.
0: When, really? I actually thought this was a good match.
1: No, agreed. I I, I think it worked perfectly. And Darby locked in the Fujiwara armbar out of nowhere and uh, forced him to tap out. And then after the match, Hardy Boys came out and they're in their uh their new gear. Well, a new AW gear. And I think it all it confirms uh we're gonna get them first private
0: party. Dude, that four fifty to the outside. That's nuts. Darby looked like he died it, which he might have we see new
1: TNT champion Scorpio Sky and he's welcoming any and every challenger and says anybody can get it like keeps up with the tradition of the TNT title I'm assuming they're just gonna kind of like hey when you got this title you're open to anyone that's just what it is
0: yeah I guess if you're a TNT champion you must defend it every week otherwise yeah that's them's the rules all right that was um, the rules,
1: motherfucker this ain't no win continental title
0: well, to be fair, that's what the Intercontinental title was for a long time. Jamie
1: Hayter versus oh, we already talked about that.
0: That was a yep. fun. Uh, we match. actually had some pre-tapes and backstage videos, I'd say, because we had like a Dan Lam- or we had the Dan Lambert thing you just talked about, but then the yep. House of Black thing. Um, I, I don't have really that written cool. down, so go ahead. Yeah, uh, I didn't write any details about it. It was just another House of Black thing. Okay. They talked about just whatever. I don't even know what they were talking about. Just honest. yeah, just go alluded to on. like, hey,
1: we're gonna beat someone's ass next. I still think it's gonna be Hangman. I don't know. We'll see. I think they jump hangman. That's, that's my hangman, guess.
0: Hangman versus uh Malachi. Malachi at, at, at uh, the next pay per view. You think?
1: Ooh. Yeah, I think they're gonna rub, up, rub off the Adam Cole thing um, on a Rampage or a Dynamite, and that's
0: a television yep. main event or something. And yeah, okay, we're we'll gonna need I'm to brush this that. out
1: another two months. Keith Lee vs. Cutie Marshall again. QD Marshall's dude, he's. He's just one of those guys, man. You can tell he's a trainer. Oh, no.
0: You know what? I do want to actually jump back. We had a Sheeta thing. Sheeta is actually still feuding with um, uh, Serena. Uh, not Serena. Oh, you know I'm... what?
1: That was right after the Jamie Hayter thing. You're right. Yep, we, yeah, had we had no open challenge this week, but Serena Deeb was featured by yes. Serena, uh, by Sheeta, and she threatened to cut off her head.
0: Yes, which, um, <laughs> interesting. That's interesting. fucking metal, dude. Yeah, it's fucking metal. Um, <laughs> Certified fucking metal. You know what? Maybe, maybe we don't need the Joshi. Maybe if she can get the Joshi women that I wanted, like we can have Ryo Mizunami and and you know Riho be her partners. But like, maybe they just take on like I don't know Serena Deeb, Diamante, and Nyla Rose or something. I'd be down for that. I could be that on dark. Cool. I'm the aim. Uh Cutie Marshall and Keith
1: Lee. This was exactly kind of what you thought it was. Cutie yep. Marshall's a wrestling trainer. You can see it. The guy always makes everyone look better. That's yep. just that's the way he does. And that's why he's a great fucking trainer. And this was this was fine. I mean, when when that's your role in the company and you play it well, I love it. So I just wish it did better of getting Solo and Camerado over. We got a little tease of maybe a match after that. But then you kind of alluded to it. Starks and Hobbs run down. Team Taz versus Keith Lee, Garrett? I'm down. Do we go Keith Lee-Ricky Starks FTW
0: Championship? Oh, that's got to happen, and when Asty, Hobbs right? costs him from getting the championship, and then he goes into the feud with Hobbs.
1: Man, I still miss. I wish. I wonder what would happen if Dante and the other, and his brother were still in there. Man, that could mm. be. Who knows? Hey, we'll never know. At least we got it. Um, swerved in our main event here, as
0: um they kind of alluded to it in the Wait, interview. Wait, before before we move on to the main event, how much money would you have to get paid to let Keith Lee headbutt you like that? Oh, dude. At least a Philly cheesesteak. Exactly. <laughs> I got to eat it with Keith. All right. Anyway. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> right.
1: Playing Mortal Kombat with him. All right. Exactly. So, so yeah. Strickland versus so, Tony
0: Neese. The interview was fun. AEW has to come up with their version of, of Up, Down, Down. They do. They, don't they? Come they, on. They
1: kind of have something with Evil Uno, which is not as popular. Yeah, I know. I know he's like, he's like playing Elden Ring on there now.
0: I know, he's actually a pretty, pretty game. Yeah, it seems like he likes the game, too. So, Oh, dude. Oh, sorry. I'm, side note. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to oh, delay the dude, end, everybody. The BT, I don't know if it was this week or last week. Um, During the t- – no, it must have been last week because it was the tag team. Yes. Uh, the, dude, all the people going around and saying stuff to the camera was amazing. It was mm-hmm. just awesome. They're like, here, put me on BT. <laughs> like,
1: dude, fucking – I love that, man. Talk about – dude, Brandon, what a guy. What a – this is got to be the best henchman ever.
0: It was so funny because every time the also Bobby Fish is hilarious. Oh Bobby, yeah, Bobby the Red Dragon. Are I didn't think we're gonna be that funny on BTE, but they're actually hilarious. Like Kylo O'Reilly looks like he's having so much fun, like. dude. He really does, man. <laughs> oh, anyway, which makes me happy because I always felt like he was the sad boy of the group. But um, <laughs> anyway, go ahead with the main now. Line look at part. him,
1: Swerve and Tony Nice, man. They played up their history together because these guys have had some feuds together, and. This was fun, dude. Swerve, the way he was presented, we often mention this with Hook, how Hook feels presented as, you're like, whoa, okay, that guy's legit. Swerve was presented in a way that I have no doubts Barbara's now. Hook, huh?
0: Wait, I have no doubts
1: up. now Swerve is probably
0: going to be title hunting. Like, I could see him face Scorpio. Bro, you just put a really crazy thought into my head, Sorry, I don't mean to keep detracting. Go ahead. Hook needs to face somebody like Tony Neese, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly next. Agreed. Tony so needs we, to be great. What he can actually do. Excuse me. Tony needs would to be great. Unleash the hook. Send in fully send. Fully send the hook. All right, go ahead. <laughs> that just put a thought into my head about that. But I mean, yeah, man, this match was this match was fun. Swerve uh, hit hit that hit a double
1: stomp for the win. Yep, um, good
0: finisher. I like that.
1: His entrance music beautiful. Well, his entrance music
0: was it, but I like it. His entrance um, was sick. Dude, oh, yeah, I like his music, yeah. It was good.
1: You know, this always whenever I see Tony Neese in this role, I'm like, man, this guy can actually go. I still yeah. think Tony Neese would benefit from a tag team. I've been saying that since fucking 205 Live. You since know what? before 205 Live in the Cruiserweight Classic. Like Tony Nees. I know what I he's want to tag for you
0: team. Know. What's that? I want him to be backstage in an interview like he was this week. And I want the acclaim to come up and acknowledge the history there. Um uh, they they they, got, make, they make a joke got about up. the
1: beef with AJ Francis on yes. Twitter.
0: Oh yeah, they do. No, they gotta they gotta they gotta acknowledge the history there. And then I want his tag partner to face the acclaim to be Jay Lethal. Go ahead. I'm game. Cool. I'd be down. Hey, This is like a because they're not sure where they're going with him yet. Just another match for him that can be fun. You know again, what I mean? he, he needs to be on TV like. Yeah, at least I every, see more wrestlers that are in the singles do just random matches with tag teams. Because that used to happen all the time, I feel like, and it doesn't really happen as much anymore. They'd be like, Hey I, fuck, I, you. why not run Swerve versus Moriarty
1: next week? Dude.
0: Fuck I'm it. Cool. Give him fifteen minutes on
1: Rampage. I'm cool. Um yeah, this was a good win. Swerve, of course, had to win his first match. Let's be real.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. But One yeah, I mean, dude the whole match it was really fun tony niece just fuck every now and then i forget how good tony niece is like he's one of those guys you always forget until you actually
1: see him go and you're like oh my god tony like, why is this wrestling? guy on
0: on tv more oh yeah that's why because people forget like you're <laughs> a sea of other people you know like it's like
1: dude what the hell but yeah thumbs up thumbs down world i mean rampage dude come on when we have matches like that of course it's thumbs up world absolutely four fucking matches in an hour and it works that was Hey, man, when we used to watch NXT together and it was an hour show, dude. That was what it was.
0: Yep. So,
1: all right, let's uh preview a couple of the matches for next week. We got four announced right now. Yep, 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 AEW yep. Women's World Championship cage match, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Thunder Rosa. Do they fuck this up, Garrett? Absolutely. You think Thunder Rosa
0: loses? Uh-huh. Whoa! Really? They've not done anything correct with it so far. Why would they change? Okay. I, actually do I just think, have no faith in Tony Khan. Like, I I'm sorry, but like everyone puts him up on this pedestal, but he just makes as many mistakes as everybody else. it just doesn't get people put this like fucking sheen around him. Like he's this imper, like like impervious. I booker. I
1: think this was definitely overbooked, but I think he's gonna get it right with Thunder Rosa winning here.
0: But why not do it at the paper?
1: That's that's when I say overbooked. I think it was overthought. She should have won it there and defended it here in the cage match. That would have been better
0: real-line reason for that is that, like, oh, okay, so clearly, but it kind of doesn't it diminish Brit's reign a little bit that all of her fucking championship defenses were basically decided by interference. Like,
1: oh, of course, I mean that, that's the character. I, I don't know, Brit's got a turn face. I'm gonna be honest, she's got to be a baby face. Hopefully, after this this program, that's to what be she honest, knows. she's not really a
0: heel, so that won't be hard. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, <coughs>
1: TNT Championship match: Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow. To me, I think this this feels... Oh, I feel like my gut says, especially since we didn't see MJF this week, MJF hits Wardlow with the ring or something. MJF's going to cause Wardlow to lose this match one way or another. How
0: did they put themselves in this position where Wardlow has to lose his first title match, man? Well... I don't know when, I mean, obviously when it's, when it's, it's just so easy to book him in MJF in a shorter feud than you want it to be. Cause people act like it has to be this nine month fucking multidimensional feud. It doesn't, it can be one paper you cycle and over with. And it better be because it can't take up all of Wardlow's career. And I feel
1: right? like cause he in, in Wardlow's mind, we're going to Kfab it up a little bit here In Wardlow's mind. He's done with MJF. All right. That was, that was the promo this week. He's done with MJF. He's, he's wasted too much time on him already. So when kayfabe, of course MJF hears that and he's like, all right, you think you're done with me? I own you. He's going to cut some scathing promos. It's going to be its gonna be awesome. We're just going to have to get through next week without the title. He, unfortunately, we're just going to have to get through next week. That's just what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, your prediction? I got Scorpio winning.
0: I got Scorpio winning as well okay. because there's no way he would actually book Warload to beat the guy that he just panic booked into being a champion. Like... Hey, man. Hangman Page and Jurassic Express vs Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Three months ago, my ass. Get out of here with that shit, Tony. I, I was think... already hard to believe with the first four champions, but now you're telling me that you planned Scorpio Sky out three months ago. Come on, dude. I, I actually I believe it just because the way they booked buy Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio has not been on TV hardly at all. What do you mean? No, but they've
1: they've purposely made him mention the TNT so often. We we went over the hey
0: we, we had a really good discussion last week about it. How many weeks in a row did we talk about it? It's weird that Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and, and uh, yeah, and Page all look like geeks every week complaining about a championship they never get a shot at. Yeah, and that was why I had to get Ethan shot because if they didn't, it would have been made no sense. And then like six like six weeks later is when we finally get the Scorpio match. It made no sense. He did not plan this out at all. Bullshit.
1: I don't buy it. Hey, that's fair. Uh, what, what do you got in this t- uh, the six man tag? I got the undisputed boys.
0: Yeah, I think the heels win. Okay, cause then because then they run it back in and Hangman beats Cole, Great. obviously. You know. And then
1: we got our boys, Brian Dantes and John Moxley versus Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta back to back TV?
0: Man, what a what a match! That's gonna you be think incredible. that opens the show? Uh, it might close the show, but it could open the show too. I see I, it. I think that Cage closes. Oh,
1: true. Actually, but you know yeah, what I mean. Enough. Just, just probably based on the cage. But I would have this they're open, like dude.
0: Open with title matches too. Sometimes though, so you never know. Open with this, maybe top of the
1: hour TNT title, and close it off with Brit. Is it? It's uh, a good show. This will be a fun show. These are four matches I'm interested in. I'm, you know, sh- just shout out to bro.
0: How did they book themselves in that shit with Wardlow, bro? That's so because Wardlow has been the one thing that they have left perfect for so long like they just didn't do anything that's stupid to like put them in a weird position like where it could go wrong like yeah i mean and like if Wardlow wins it's like the weirdest decision ever i really
1: that's the thing i wouldn't really want him with the title right now
0: really i mean he did just win the match to get i I want him so basically what you're saying is he probably shouldn't have won the face of the revolution ladder match
1: I think I would have done him versus Max.
0: That's what really you're show. saying, right? Because you can't say that without saying that he shouldn't have won the ladder match because he wouldn't even be in this position if he didn't. So I mean it would have been easier if they just
1: had Scorpio win that, but he won it last
0: year. Well, yeah. They couldn't That's have him win thing, it twice right? and the title shot. Like you know yeah. what I mean, like
1: and, hey man, there's there's definitive plot holes here for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that'll do it for us. You got anything else?
0: No. For the love of God, don't let Wardlow win.
1: I'm gonna be a little sad if he does, bro.
0: Anyway, uh, what, what 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 are we getting any Jade at all next week? you think maybe Rampage? Like, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. Didn't I mean, seem like they really planned anything with her for next week. Usually, they like to like tease something. You know what I mean?
1: She pretty much just said whoever wants it, right? So, do
0: you think we'll get like a surprise person coming out? Maybe then, kind of cool.
1: Yeah, let's. I'm trying to think off the top of my head, someone that's been featured recently that didn't maybe Ruby, eh, maybe they run Ruby.
0: Nah, we could see that. That'd be cool. Oh, wait, no, you're running back the title match they had for the original. No, like, we can't do that that soon, can you? Did Ruby go for the TBS title? Yeah, she was the second finalist. Oh, huh, yeah, there you go. I already forgot. How important was that tournament, (laughs) LaMau? Right. I bitched and moaned and complained about that tournament the entire time, and nobody wanted to listen, but no. It's great, and then it ended exactly the way I said it would. Jade Gargle. All
1: right. Well, I think that'll do it for us, fellas. So, yeah. We will see you guys next week when we're talking about Wardlow as the TNT champion. See ya!
0: Sammy You looking at me?